Big Snake, what's good, bro? What's up, KG? It's been a minute. It's been a long-ass minute, man. What's up? Anything new with you over there? Bro, just, just COVID, bro. Just COVID just keeps messing up everything. Every day is a different type of lockdown, a different regulation, all type of stuff. And um, <sighs> for the new listeners, though, let, let them know where you're from. I'm from a humble city of Nassau. It's located. It's the capital of the Bahamas. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Nah, um, man, play to play a podcast. We back live at five, man. It's been a minute. Basically, what are we talking about tonight, bro? Um, tonight I thought we could brought we could bring some um, uh, some light on a. I think a kind of controversial topic as in um, dating uh, an individual who's successful. Yeah, dating a, yeah, dating a successful person from both ends. So me, with, uh, with no further ado, let's jump into it. So I was thinking about this on my drive home uh, tonight about this episode, and I was just thinking to myself, I was like, man, so what? how do you even start? So I feel like the way to start this conversation is just to say that success means something different to everybody. And exactly. success you gotta define success first, yes. Yeah, su- success looks different to so many different people. So you know, fill it out as you may in this episode, and I'm talking to the audience, but just like Bear with us and be patient because we're going to try to dive deep into this, but it's just, it just depends on your level of comfort with who you are. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. um, I feel like that's something that we, we, you know, address right off the bat, but to jump into it, <clears throat> I'd like to speak from the person's perspective, uh, from the perspective of the person dating the successful person. So, in my opinion, me, I think there's two type of people who date successful people. You have those who are confused and you have those who live in the middle of nowhere. So to elaborate on that further, what I mean by confused is simply you have people who they're confused as to as to whether they actually belong in that person's life. You get what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. Like, okay, I need to add value to this person's life. I need to upgrade this person. Like, how can I do A, B, C, D, and E, F, and G for this person? But this person already has everything that I can ever imagine giving him or her. So where do I belong in this person's life? And it makes you feel empty. It makes you just feel so confused about yourself, your being, just your worth and your value. And oftentimes I see that a lot in relationships. Then as far as the other side, you have people who live in the middle of nowhere. And what I mean by that is simply you have people who have either failed short of their dreams and their goals, or you have the person who is just, they just don't know what they want to do. And they've never been satisfied with who they are, what they want to do what they want out of life. And so it's difficult for them to adjust to somebody who's actually, you know, living their best life. 
you know, if that's the mm-hmm. best way I can put it. So that's that's my feeling about it. It's just you have those two type of people who try to date successful people. What do you think, Nick? Well, I think you have to also add a extra layer of individuals inside there as well, and that would be individuals who are just content. Yeah. And when you have some, like, when you are dating an individual um, who is successful, um, and that can be in any in any form in which <laughs> in which pleases you as in having many followers, I think that's a big thing now for y'all young kids these days. Or, yeah. <laughs> or having a having a lot of money, being able to take care of themselves. But a lot of people, uh, where they fail is they just, in my opinion, they they become content, and that contention holds them, and it it just never they're they're never able to elevate themselves with that person. Like, and I'm saying that, I'm not saying that you should use that person to try to get yourself on a different level. No, I'm saying that. You, if you are dating or engaged, married to someone that's successful, someone that's um, is doing well for themselves. Now, you like like KG said, uh, you're gonna be thinking, okay, how can I better this person's life? Um, you're a pretty successful guy. I'm a pretty successful guy. So any female that we decide to date. Or have a relationship with whatever. Um, only thing we're looking for is is uh, simpli- uh, simplicity. That's really the simple things. Like do not make do, do not make things so troublesome that it's kind of a turnoff. I say I say that by saying that you know what I'm doing throughout the day. You know the kind of things I have to go to. Like me, I deal with criminals all day, every day. So when I come home, I don't want to have to deal with a criminal too. <laughs> <laughs> so and simple. That's, that's that's what I'm saying. That that simple thing that it goes a long way because in reality, I I don't want a song arrogant or anything like this. But in reality, a successful male or female really don't need you. I'm True. sorry, you don't. Well, You're that's not a benefit. Well, that's what I'm saying. So from that from that first perspective of the person that's confused, that's a terrible place to be because you seriously start doubting yourself. And once you start doubting yourself, you start doubting the relationship mm-hmm. and you try harder only because you're being overzealous about the fact of the matter. You know, you really just don't feel like you belong with that person. You start feeling like that person is better than you and you mm-hmm. don't ever really figure out how to adjust um as far as a person in the middle of nowhere they just they're pessimistic and that brings a successful person that brings anybody down it brings a large crowd down it can bring even your best friend down it's when you're just so pessimistic about the view of yourself and some people say well i'm a realist i'm not an optimist like you well i say bullshit on that because to be honest with you, you should be an optimist. Always look to the horizon. Always look up high. Always pray to God because these are things that you have to do to always keep yourself high. You get what I'm saying? When you draw mm-hmm. confidence from a pure source, whether it's your faith or whether it's something that's not dealing with any accolades, any accomplishments, anything that you do physically, 
that's whenever you start seeing yourself in a better light. You look in the mirror and you say, no, I'm, I'm my own superstar. I'm great. You get what I'm saying? And then with the person that's content, you know, if I can add a little bit to that, me, I think that's an important part of it as well. Because the thing is, is that I see a lot of divorces, um, you know, in my line of work, I see a lot of divorces happen simply because um, people had these five to 10 to 25 year plans, right? And mm -hmm. What happens is, is that at some point in time, it's not that they fell out of love with each other. It's not that they thought that, oh, well, he's getting too big or she's getting too big or she does this, she does that. And it's over time. It pissed me off. No, a lot of the times what you see divorces, um, um, where divorces happen is where one spouse lost that fire, that desire or that will to push themselves towards the goal that they had set with that, with their spouse. So that's where, you know, for me, I never really believed in divorce because I just wasn't raised around it, but I know it's a real thing and some people definitely need it. But I think that that's what kills me the most in, in relationships that I see uh, crumble. is just the fact that somebody became content overnight and they lost that fire that the other had for the goals that they set, whether it was a 5, 10, or 25-year plan. I know it's a large range. But I think that that's what gets me the most is just like, how could you become content and become satisfied when you guys were working so passionately like, towards something? So I, I think that, you know, as far as far as dating a successful person, those three people struggle the most dating um, a successful person because it's just – it's always a never ending story with them of some sort. Does that make sense? Yeah, perfect. So, um, yeah, I mean, what, what do you have to add to that, B? No, I mean, I think, I think you had, the, I think you hit it right on the head. As in, you understand that whatever your significant other is going through you understand the line of work they're in or whatever that's making them that that's getting them that bread pretty much so when you become content with that like you said you are pretty much dousing that fire you're dousing everything all the years and 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 all the planning in, in which you guys have put in and once that person sees that then it's like well shoot what do I have you around for? <laughs> I don't come home to a joyous home anymore. I you're not smiling for me as you used to, and you just sit there just content. Like I've never been, and you you yourself never been content. No matter how far we reach, we can reach the plateaus of our career, and we still try to get to the next level. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's what I'm. That's what you know. As far as like myself, I don't consider myself self successful because. I'm still not even where I want to be at. And I'll get into that more whenever we dive into the other side of this conversation, which is the successful person. But I know for me, and, and, and when I say that I'm not successful, I say that just as kind of almost like a, a figure of speech, simply because I'm, like Meek said, I'm never satisfied. That was one thing that me, Meek and I had in common from day one is that we were never satisfied. We always wanted to be the best at whatever we did. We mm -hmm. always competed. 
I mean, make, I mean, <laughs> let's still, I mean, let, let's be real with the people. I mean, we would, we would literally go and have dinner at like, we go to Chinese buffet or we go to Chili's or something like that after practice. And we, what do we do? We would literally ask the, uh, the waitress, like, Hey, who do you think is fun? Like who, who looks better? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like we were never satisfied. It was always a upgrade. And the thing was, was like, was like, Meek was Meek was already swagged out this and that. I had my own thing, but like Meek helped me upgrade. Uh, I helped. I, I I showed Meek how to wear fans. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, we were never satisfied. We was always trying to build this image and do different things, and we always talked towards these goals. You know what I'm saying? Towards being successful. From the time that we filled out an application at the YMCA, we still have <laughs> man, you bring you know up facts. <laughs> like we never heard a damn thing from them. But I mean, <laughs> you know, we always talked about being successful, and now to live in that light is still like, man, I feel like we still have more to give. Still you know what I'm saying? Right. You still yeah. need still more. That's just how it so, is. But that's how the next person. That's how. Your significant other supposed to be in terms of the relationship mm -hmm. because you're sitting there, you're focused on trying to get a better life for both you and and her. Mm -hmm. So, really, what is what is she doing? She's supposed to try to make sure you achieve that goal, and mm -hmm. not only that, um, she's supposed to make sure that 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 your um that you don't have any headaches, no type mm -hmm. of added pressure or stress. Or That's just my opinion. You know what I mean? Well, I'm completely wrong. No, I mean let's 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 dive back into it, okay, before we go to the side everybody wants to hear us talk about the successful person. But like the for the confused person out there, if you're listening to the show, relax. Stop. There's a reason why I yeah, there's a reason why I chose you. There's a reason why Mick chose you. There's a reason why that man or that woman that you're dating right now chose you. Mm. Relax. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to come in and upgrade their life and all the rest of this. You know what you could do? Focus on your peace so you can be their peace. Mm -hmm. When they come home, all they want to do is just spoil you and be with you and love on you the way that you want to be loved. Because the thing is that the, that successful person is going to, what, however he, he or she mirrors their work, I mean, however he or she treats their job, and, and what they do as far as providing and all that, they're going to mirror that when it comes to you. So don't be a burden by being a headache and being a mental case. Just be there. Be peaceful. That way you mm -hmm. can increase the peace. Do little things. You don't have to do anything amazing. Just being able just to come home to somebody and see them smile at you. Be able to say, oh, well, I I, you cook dinner for us? Oh, you... You walked our dogs, you did this or whatever. You came in here and not coming dear, but you just added that to my life. I don't have time for oh, mm. or for this or for that, but you've made time to to actually have me sit down and do this. Oh, so I don't have to sacrifice my workouts or this and that just to be with you. Like you actually want to do that with me and do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When you start doing the little things, you become less and less and less and confused and more and more and more on the same that, mental, mental that's page. That's person. when you become an asset. Exactly. That's when that person is going to feel as though I need you. I really yes. need you. Exactly. 
And, and I would say for for the person that that's feeling like they're in the middle of nowhere, obviously, I would say the first thing is pray. But I would say you have to really believe in a dream to activate everything that's supposed to come after that. So when you mm-hmm. dream, you got to actually take the step too. God, God wants to bless you here and now, but he wants to bless you there too. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? But the thing mm-hmm. is, is that you have to actually dream, believe in a dream, and then take the, the steps towards turning that dream into reality. So the thing is, is stop doubting yourself. Stop doubting your dreams. Stop thinking about what's going to happen one year from now. Make a short-term goal for yourself. You get what I'm saying? Make a serious short-term goal for yourself. you got to always remember that your life moves in the direction of your strongest thoughts. So are you mentally weak? Or are you mentally tough enough to say, you know what? I know what I need to do now. You got to dream and then you got to take steps to activate that reality part portion of it. And then I would say for the person that is content right now, Mick, I'll let you have that one. You know, the person that's content, only thing you, you really got to sit, sit back and you have to really, um, I think you need to write it down on what is it you actually want. Because if you're not providing any, if you're just sitting there being content, you're not going to be providing any type of values at all, to be honest. So sit mm-hmm. back and and like KG said, cre- create a list and make a goal, short-term and long-term goals, the ones you could achieve tomorrow, but then also the ones you, you can't achieve, you can't achieve until about five years. You know what I mean? I think that will like that will spark a, a, a flame in your in your relationship to where you you would be happy. And like the reason why I say that you'd be happy because you will have something that you're actually working on. Ain't nothing worse than just sitting there not having anything to work on. That's what you exactly. become content. You know what I mean? Always you know, that's the thing is 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 always strive for more. You know, oh, yeah. my uncle my uncle always used to tell me he was like you know, nephew, you could be the best basketball player on the planet and still have uh, things uh, as far as your game to work on. Mm-hmm. So you I'm can never fast. be complacent. Yeah, you can never never be complacent, never be satisfied. You know, I would say, you know, speaking directly to the ladies, being married is not enough. You have to work at that every single every day. Every single day. And, and fellas out there, just because you provide for her, that's not enough either. Exactly. Time, time is, a, is, is one of the biggest things. You have to make effort. I feel like time is probably almost more important than, than providing at times because the thing is, is that there are plenty of women out here that tell you right now, it's not that I need you to provide for me or any of that right there. I'll struggle with you. I just need your time and I need your attention. I need you to pay attention to me and make me feel like I'm, I'm valued. You get what I'm saying? Precisely. So that's the thing is that people have to understand. Now, I guess we'll go ahead and, and transition to the successful person. So for me, me, I think a successful person is an amazingly difficult person to, to date. People probably <laughs> out there like, oh, wow, I didn't think he was going to say that. No, I mean, it is. When you're successful or you achieve some type of success, you start feeling a sense of entitlement. So I'll give you an example. 
of uh, of of, pe- of successful people who suck at relationships. Attorneys. Attorneys don't have time. Attorneys, uh, um, they feel entitled uh, to certain things, a certain standard of living. And then also a lot of attorneys, to be honest with you, one of the main things that divorces come about is just because you become an attorney to help people, but then you start, I guess, ostracizing that one person that you were supposed to be with all your life. And so how you start doing those things is just, well, I have a JD, I have a Juris Doctorate degree, so I'm just smart as all can get out and everything. Oh, you sound so dumb. You sound so ignorant. You sound so this, you sound so that. So just because you have a certain level of education, you start talking down to this person. You start thinking less of this person. You start feeling like I don't have anything in common with this person. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So dating a successful person is, is difficult because a lot of successful people, they make it difficult because to be honest with you, what successful people do, and I see a lot of this is they create false idols. They mm-hmm. worship money. They worship their job, their profession, which equal, which goes into their reputation. Um, they worship just about everything else, their vices, as far as like alcoholism, uh, substance abuse, all types of things, whatever could get them through the day to get to their goals or whatever they need to do to be successful or to continue this whole mantra of I need to keep up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. What's your spin on it? What's your spin on it, B? Well, first off, it's kind of funny how KG mentioned attorneys uh, <laughs> because my boy just became a, a, an attorney. <laughs> Hey, congratulations on that. Appreciate um, you, man. <laughs> but on the real, though, the biggest thing that I think a successful individual has to look out for is just that, well, we talked about this as a matter of fact, is God complex. Yep. It's because, and and that's really because we feel as though we're, we're at that, we're, we're like, we're at our peak but then we still want to go higher and all that stuff. And where we fail, where we fail, and I say we as in, as in the successful individual, where we fail is the fact that the person that is with us, we don't try to elevate them. Or when we don't try to elevate them, then what end up happening? They, they, we just continue creating a gap. And, mm-hmm. and um, that, gap is, that gap is created when we don't apply our, don't we don't apply time to them like you said we don't mm-hmm. uh, we don't sit there and ask them how about how how was their day um because we're so involved in ourselves we're so conceited and, and blinded with it with yeah. our own self image that we fail to realize hey i have this whole another person here maybe i need to see what's going on with her you know and and i'm speaking from the, from experience cuz i I used to do this type of this type of thing. Like when I'm on my my money grind, like I'm just going. Like I would go to work, come home, go to sleep, go to work. Like that's that's just the cycle. You know what I mean? But then as yeah. a successful individual too, like you, you really if you really want to be with that person, like you say, if you really want to be with them, you gotta you gotta break you gotta break your habits and then you gotta um really 
come down and you have to be like, okay, yeah, I just I just finished working all day. I saw these clients and all this stuff, but you know what? Let me cook for the day. Let me rub her feet for her. Let me let yeah. me show her that I'm still in this with you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they I mean, you, appreciate you, you, that so much. Exactly. And, and I, I would say for those of you, if you got caught up in the fact that Meek said, oh, well, elevate. No, no, please don't get caught up in that because all Meek is basically saying is like, hey, I'm going to pay it forward. Just because I'm successful doesn't mean that you don't have to be as well. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that that's the thing. It's just, you know, you got to pay it forward as a successful person. Uh, person, and I would say this is to the successful people out there as well. Me, one thing that I see a lot of them do, and it, they do it passively because I know I've done this in past relationships. Stop making everything a competition. Exactly. I mean, it's too. it's not let, let people be great. If you are an attorney, a doctor. Uh, criminal, uh, whatever you do, if you're the president of the United States or whatever, that that woman, that man, that is your rib. Like that's your person. Stop mm-hmm. competing with them. Let them be great. Exactly. You may you may date a doctor. Uh, you may date a neurosurgeon. Okay, whoop the freaking do. And you may work at freaking Piggly Wiggly or Walmart and be a mm-hmm. cashier, but be the best damn cashier you can be. And, you know, because that's the thing. When you start competing, you start doing different things like that as, as a successful person, you just lose sight of everything. You mm-hmm. know, you see the movies all the time, but it happens in real life as well. You're, you're a... Um, Let's just say you're a, uh, a CEO of a Fortune 500 company and you guys have a Christmas party and your wife, who is a um, uh, first grade teacher, comes. And but all your close friends and everything at work are, uh, you know, other CEOs, of other companies, and people you've made big transactions with and all types of stuff. You, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you bring her around. And she used to be the apple of your eye. She used to be amazing. She was the only woman in the world that mattered. She was so beautiful. She was just just all these different things. But you lost sight of that because she just doesn't fit into the life that you've created as far as your work life. And, I mean, I'm going to tell you, I hate to see it. That just doesn't make any sense to me how overnight you could just feel that type of way about somebody knowing damn well that that's a decision that you made to tell them that that woman or that man, like, Hey, it doesn't matter. You're fine. I love you for you. I don't need you to feel like you need to do more or you need to go back to school or do this. It's fine. Mm-hmm. We're making money together. I, it's, I don't care about me making more money than you or you making more money than me. I care about us being happy. The biggest thing for a successful person that I think that they need to do is just and basically what I said for, you know, the person that is confused. But you need to focus on the peace. Protect the peace at your home. And if you're not doing that, then I mean, ma'am, sir, you're sadly mistaken on what <laughs> on, <laughs> on what the actual goal is. 
a lot of people think it's I need to provide for this person and they'll be fine and they'll stay with me forever. No, some people that think that, oh, some people think that oh, I just need to spend a little time, bit more time with her or him, and that that'll be what. That it ain't is. enough. <laughs> that ain't enough. Some people think that it, it's this or that. What it is, and what it is in a lot of relationships, a lot of relationships that fail, is just the fact that those two individuals forgot the main goal, which was to protect the peace. You have to protect that peace. You're not gonna you you know what? It's it's idealistic to think that every single day you're gonna be this solid unit that performs and functions as this this fine willed old machine. That's idealistic. But the one thing I tell you like this Jesus loved the church a certain type of way, right? And they say that the man should love his wife the certain type of way, right? Mm-hmm. And they say that the love that you have for Jesus, nothing can ever separate, should ever separate you for that because nothing's ever going to separate him from loving you. Right. Mm-hmm. And then also they talk about how Jesus is love. God is love. That's one of the, the ways to define him is love. So not to say that, Oh, your spouse should be on the same level as Jesus or God or whatever, however you want to put it, the Trinity. But at the same time, you should be able to take that and translate that to your relationship and say, you know what, regardless of the argument, regardless of, of the level of success that I've, I've had or that person's had, nothing's going to separate me from the love that we build and that we share from day one. Exactly. But then we, can't, but we, people, we, tend, to lose, we tend to lose sight on that. Though. Yeah. I mean, go ahead, me. What, what's your thoughts on that? No, we tend to lose sight of that because we're so... Like is it going back to God complex? We were so in tune with ourselves. Like we, like we sacrificed spending time with our loved one because oh, I got I have to close this deal. I got to do this. I have to do this. You know what I mean? And yeah. cer- and you know and you know certain things can last. Um, or not last. Well, you can pick that up the next day for you to go home and go. Uh, Go have dinner with your significant other. You know what I mean? This this little, really little simple things like that, bro. That we I think we we miss the mark on, and then that just all that just all that does is add continuous strain to a mm-hmm. already uh, fragile relationship. You know, and I th- I think we really take that we we take that for granted. As sad as it is, we, we really take that for granted. That time aspect and that um that quality time, not just you sitting there watching Netflix while both of you well both of you guys on your phone and that type of stuff. No, that actual time is continuing to try to learn each other. Because no matter how long you've been together, um, you're always you're always gonna learn new things about an individual. Like Pretty much what I'm saying is you got to be each other's biggest fan. Like one of the most beautiful relationships that I've seen is, well, I guess in the media would be like uh, Dwayne Wade and Gabriel Union. Every game Dwayne Wade was playing, Gabriel, from what I see, Gabriel was there cheering a man on. You know what I mean? She was his biggest fan. You know how good that would make a dude feel if his woman is there every single day um, making sure that, Making sure that she sees what he's doing, he is um, 
uh, and her making a presence known. Granted, he cheated on her, whatever. And they had, I don't even know what you want to call their son, but we're not going to get into that. But um, <laughs> um, that type of relationship right there, that just shows that they are happy with each other. They're happy with each mm-hmm. other's success. You know what I mean? Gabriel mm-hmm. doesn't have to work. Wade doesn't have to work. But even if even if they do, they are still there pushing each other on. And that's that's the beauty of it all is that you know two successful people can be together and they're successful in their own worlds and their own lives, but they brought that together. And that's all that's what it's all about in the end, man. It's just being able to put your ego aside as the mm-hmm. successful person and as the uh person who may not be as successful as the successful person. But like we said, I mean, in the beginning, success means d- means something different to everybody. Success exactly. success it looks it looks it appears differently to everybody. So mm-hmm. the biggest thing is it's like like we just said, you know, protecting the peace. And then just to piggyback off of Meek's big point, to be honest with you, it's just it's not about a big change. It's about the small tweaks. Exactly. So exactly. So you have to focus on those to make sure that 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 person is accounted for because the thing is is that you don't want as a as a successful person don't make somebody feel a certain type of way about themselves mm-hmm. but at the same time the person who is not successful or not as successful as a the person they're dating make sure that not only that you're their biggest cheerleader but also make sure that you're not only an asset but you're just a part of their peace. Precisely. It's not something. It's not something that's going to happen overnight, Meek. It's something that is no. just a slow transition. Because the thing is, is that what do we all want out of relationships at first? I want to become a necessity. I want to become a requirement. But right now, that person just wants me simply because of what I look like physically. But when they get to know me mentally, when they get to know me emotionally and spiritually and all of those things that we always talk about. I want that person to say, no, Chris, you're a requirement. Like, I need you in my life. Like, if I don't have you, then I don't want anything else. Mm-hmm. But that stuff doesn't happen overnight. Like, you have to really focus on the small things at first, which is which turn into big things. Because the thing is, is that it's, it's, it's like this right here. A successful person, uh, okay, let's say like this right here. Um, an NBA player right now, NFL player, whatever you want to say, or let, let's put it like this right here. This I think this would be better. A top college f- football player in the nation, top college football player on his campus, right, can have any woman that he wants on campus, any woman that he wants on campus, any woman, but he chose you. That's the and reason, he, right? And it has to be a reason. And the thing is, is that he's dating you. Now, granted, he may be doing something on the side. <laughs> so I was playing, I was playing. But uh, <laughs> the thing is this right here. All jokes aside, he chose you for a reason. And that's because out of all the women that he could have dated, I mean, hell, he probably could have dated a professor at the college who's probably making six figures. And you're still trying to work on that. Um Whatever degree you're gonna do, you're working on an engineering degree. That's still you still and you still have three years left on. It. 
But he chose you to build something with simply because and he know that he's going to be successful. He's going to the NFL and all that. He's going to, uh, you know, he's, he's doing all of that. But he chose you, and we keep saying that for a reason. What do you think that reason was? It wasn't just sex. It wasn't just because you was good to look at. It wasn't just because, oh, y'all have decent conversations. It's because you're a part of his peace. Mm-hmm. When he pulls those pads off and when he doesn't have to study and when he doesn't have to be in the limelight and he doesn't have to be all top dog on campus, guess what? He's just plain old whatever his name is to you. And that's all he'll ever be to you because that's that's what he wants to be at the end mm-hmm. of the day. And so that's what makes him happy with you. And when you focus on that, dating a successful person becomes less and less and less amazingly difficult and becomes more and more and more pleasant. And you start to understand what it's like and, and, and what it feels like. And the thing is, is that it, it only makes you grow more because it makes you get hungry. It makes you get 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 wishful for things. And you're like, man, you know what? I want to do this. I want to do that. Because then you start getting ideas like, oh, yeah, I can it do this. It makes you ambitious. It makes you extremely <laughs> ambitious. Well, not only on and your it, your, your um, individual goal, it makes you ambitious mm-hmm. about the relationship. It makes you see yeah. that, hey, we could actually have a future here. We could actually do this. He can but actually have his stardom and all this, and we can uh, and yeah. So, but on the flip side, I would say this right here, and this would be my my last point: that successful person, that football player, is going to the NFL, that's taking her with him. Don't forget about her. And what uh, I mean by "don't forget about her" is not oh dumping her and all the rest of this stuff. I mean something deeper. Don't forget about her. What were her goals? What were her expectations out of life? What were things that she wanted to do? You got the money now. Mm-hmm. You got the power. You got the respect. You got the clout. Help that person. Help that person help themselves. Help her start that business that she always wanted to start. Help her start whatever she wants to do. Be that. Take a chance on somebody. You would invest all this money and everything else, but you won't invest money into your own relationship to help somebody else feel good. Because the thing is, as a a successful person, you have to realize that your spouse, the thing is, is that you have to keep them happy. Because if you want to be happy, you have to protect that peace. You have to protect that happiness. So how do you do that? You set things in motion. Obviously, you ask before you go and do it. And obviously, you, 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 you make sure that you're respectful about it. But you you don't upgrade that person. That's a poor way to put it. What you do is you say, hey, look, I married you. You're my rib. Grab my hand. I am going to make sure that you're everywhere that I, I'm at. Now I'm mm-hmm. going to drag you here. Now I'm going to take you there. No, you're going to be everywhere that I'm at. You're my rib. So, and you know, I'm passionate about this conversation, Nick, because seriously, and, 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 and the work that I'm doing now, I see a lot of relationships falling because of the, uh, the, 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 the exactly the topic that we're, 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 we're talking about tonight. Mm-hmm. And it's painful to see. It's, it's more painful to see some of the, the more messier divorces that I see simply because it's just like you guys don't need a divorce. What you guys need is just 
like we said, you don't need a big change. You just need small tweaks. Well, you see in this and in, in, in the corridors, I've lived through this twice. <laughs> Man. Man. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I know my flaws. I know where I messed up. You know? Yeah. But it is what it is, bro. It is what it is, man. I mean, that's and and you know, people people have talked to me about this show, about all the stuff we say and everything and stuff like that. Believe it is really player to player. Like this, that's how it's always been. <laughs> but that's... like, we've learned so much over time, man. Uh, that it's just like conversation like these, man. It's healing. Because it's it's revealing, it's healing, it's introspective, and it's always so therapeutic. Because the thing is, is that Meek has lived through it in a higher degree than I have, but I've definitely been through some relationships just like you know what we're describing now. So this isn't just us just talking, giving an objective view. This is us living through it and telling you guys about stuff that honestly is near dear to our heart. So. Meek, man, you got anything that you want to say to the people before we get off? Um, Just take heed, man. Just really, really get your head or your ass and just really pay attention to that person, for real. Pay attention to the signs and know their signs and and we listen to our podcast. We have a podcast about signs as well. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm being for real, though. Like, you really got to know your, you really got to know your person. Like, no. Like KG said, be their peace. Oh, oh, bro, we should introduce them to the uh to the playlist we're gonna be doing. Oh yeah. Hey, last but not least, yo, look, Statue Down Station is back. <laughs> it is back. Full so, effect. Uh, what'd you say? In full effect. Oh, in full effect. So back in uh back in my college days, I used to have a radio show and Meek would call in and um, you know, he would pitch in and stuff like that. We talk about we same stuff we talk about now, we talk about on the radio show. But it was an R and B show that I played, um, and I had like top forty and then I played a, uh like an hour of nineties like slow jams and stuff. So it was the hits. So yeah, uh we bringing that back. It probably it's not gonna be a two hour show, it'll probably be something like maybe about a 14 song show, maybe a 10 song show just to start out, but definitely be on the look at, look out for that. And yeah, we definitely going to be back live and direct statue down station. So um, <laughs> the conversation won't be as link, lengthy as this one is, but at the same time, we'll uh, definitely be giving some tidbits about some songs that we want to introduce you guys to uh, from the past, from the present. And, um, you know, Definitely gonna you know spotlight some some local artists and different things like that. So be on the lookout for that. That's the player to player podcast presents. Stash it down station. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> but uh, all right, Ming man. I think that's it. I think we hit that topic on the head, man. All right, man. You know what we always say. Play oh, on, yeah, what play we on. say. Play on. Play.